I am Springer. And I'm Jen. Welcome to today's episode of The The Cats. A lone yellow hover truck flew through the dark expanse of space. Farther and farther it went, past planets and suns and nebulae, all the way to the edge of the solar system. In the cockpit of the hover truck sat Rascal and Saxabot. They had taken the hover truck from Bukat, who had taken it from Vegas Blasto. And now they were right at the edge of the solar system which Rascal lived on, on a little planet called Earth. Where are we going? said Rascal. We are going to your home planet, said Saxabot. I believe it is called Earth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Earth. I'm so excited, but where are we now? We are around the vicinity of a planet called Neptune. Rascal looked at the dials all over the dashboard of the spacecraft. One of them was switching back and forth, back and forth in a hurried and uncontrolled manner. Suddenly, it stopped dead all the way over to the left. What's that? said Rascal, pointing to the dial on the hover truck's dashboard. That is stuff you will gauge. We have nothing to. We have something to worry about. We are out of fuel. Oh no, what does that mean? Where's the next gas station? Next gas station is on Neptune. Neptune? I've never heard of Neptune. Can we see it from here? I don't want to have to walk. Once scampers, like when we broke the car once, scampers made me carry a fuel can all the way across town. It was horrible. We cannot walk through space. At least you cannot. I am a robot. I can survive in space. What are we going to do? We must make an emergency landing, said Saxabot. He began to turn the hover truck steering wheel towards Neptune. Fortunately, the hover truck continued to glide slowly but steadily towards the planet, which became larger and larger in the windshield. They fell into a large, dark blue storm that buffeted the hover truck around, reminding Rascal of the similar storms on Tenadia. said Rascal. As pieces of metal tore from the sides of the hover truck, pieces of plastic tore from the bottom of it. And pieces of glass tore from the windshield. Finally, the hover truck emerged from the storm and dropped like a stone into a large junk heap near Neptune's capital city, Poseidonopolis. The hover truck flamed and burned as pieces of it fell off into the junk heap. Rascal pushed on the door, trying to open it, trying, trying, but to no avail. Finally, in his pushing, he fell out the windshield, breaking a hole through it. Rascal looked around on the dark, rocky plain that was Neptune. There was no sign of Saxabot. Saxabot, said Rascal. Where are you? I, I, I don't see you anywhere. I am still in the truck, came a slightly squashed voice. 
Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, said Rascal. He ran towards the truck, opened the door from the outside, and reached in to where Saxabot's arm was. He pulled and pulled and pulled, and finally the arm came free. But nothing but the arm. Oh no, said Rascal, burrowing into the mess of debris inside of the truck. He finally found many of the parts of Saxabot. He shuffled them up into a pile and held them in his arms as he stumbled out across the wasteland of Neptune. Please fix me, said Saxabot's head. Okay, said Rascal, but before he could, he tripped on a rock fell down and dropped Saxabot's head on the ground where it shattered into countless pieces. All the rest of the body parts went limp and fell apart too. But Rascal didn't have very long to worry about Saxabot. A large white light came over his head and down descended the first division of Neptunian bards. Oh, unknown stranger, unknown stranger, we welcome you, except we don't. You shall now see our leader. Right now. That sounded terrible, said Rascal, holding his ears. The bards picked Rascal up and dragged him towards the great Poseidonopolis Palace. Well, that's a big place, said Rascal. Surely I can find some gas there. Gas, said the Neptunians. No, not gas. They continued dragging Rascal right through the main doors and up into the giant great room where the supreme leader of Neptune sat in his throne with his crown made out of twisted metal spikes. Oh, this is a scary place. That man's got, like, barbed wire on his hair. I don't want to be here. I bet none of you do either. Can I just go out? I just want gas for my hover truck and someone to fix my robot and... Little did Rascal know, but his words had planted a seed of insurrection in the brains of the Neptunians, who now began to wonder, did they really want to be there? None of them showed any sign of their thoughts, but the thoughts were there. They stuck Rascal up onto the stage in front of the Supreme Leader. Rascal stumbled forward, not sure what to do. (laughs) Said the Supreme Leader. The Supreme Leader says that your life began the Supreme Leader's translator. But before the translator could finish, Rascal tripped over a power cord and fell straight down onto the Supreme Leader of Neptune, killing him immediately. There was silence for a moment all across Neptune as all the Neptunians watched in horror as Rascal stepped up from the corpse of the Supreme Leader. Did he just fall asleep or something? said Rascal. The guards looked in wonder, realizing that their dreams of the last 30 seconds had come true. Their leader was dead and a new leader had emerged to take his place. The Supreme Leader's translator stood up and said, We have a new Supreme Leader of Neptune. What's your name? He whispered to Rascal. Rascal, said Rascal, just 
Rascal. Rascal! Supreme leader of Neptune! Go sit on the throne, he whispered to Rascal. Rascal sat down the throne uncomfortably. He felt the large crown of twisted metal being set down on top of his cranium. Would you care for some music? asked the translator. Yes, said Rascal, I guess. And right then, an elevator descended, and out stepped Jimmy, holding a guitar. 